everybody, it's time for Ghost and Friend Dogs. Friend Dog in the morning. In the morning. Live, 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 Hello there, everybody. Welcome back to Cox and Crendor in the whatever time zone it is. Hey, welcome to the whatever time zone, also known as the Twilight Zone. Oh, shit. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. That's where, we broadcast, that's where we broadcast from. Live from the Twilight Zone, it's Cox and Crendor. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds about right, actually. <laughs> that would explain the creepy echo in the background, like, oh. Yeah, and I'm, bro- and weird I'm broadcasting. Yeah. I'm the, I'm the, the like, sound effect guy. So you yeah. can, like, just, just start introducing the Twilight Zone, and I'll be your sound effect guy. Go. Uh, it's Saturday night, and welcome to the Twilight <laughs> Zone. Featuring Demon Bob. He has a problem with I'm a life. Demon. And uh, that one guy that nobody likes that got stuck here in a time traveling device. I'm the guy nobody likes that got stuck here in a time traveling device. And that one girl from that movie that disappeared after it bombed. I'm the girl who likes pancakes. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Nailed it is what we did. Yep. Nailed it. That's what we did. So for those wondering why I have an echoey thing here, it's because I'm in a kitchen in London uh, pursuing my career as a professional chef. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. That's not at all what I'm doing, but uh, that's I'm on a laptop, and this is the best you're going to get is, is an echoey kitchen vibe. So deal with it for now. But this is an important episode. We had to do it immediately. Mm-hmm. It needed immediately. to be done. Mostly because this episode is devoted to Divergent. Yeah. Uh, the sequel. Divergent 2. Insurgent. Insurgent Boogaloo. The uh, movie event of whatever month this is. <laughs> March. March. <laughs> <laughs> whatever month this is, it's the movie event of that. And I'm excited. I don't know how to describe how bonkers this movie is, but I think... The best setup to describe how bonkers it is was an ad that ran before the movie started here. So, you know how in the States we have eh, movie trailers, but there's sometimes advertisements before the movies, right? Yeah. So, I was in a UK theater, and I got an ad that scared the shit out of me. Literally oh. the most horrifying ad I've ever seen. You can probably Google it, look it up. Uh, I think it's called, like, the tortoise and the hare ad, maybe? Like, it's a city ad for, like, the the, the London something. Look, I don't know. But let me describe it to you. Let me describe it to the world. Okay. So the ad starts out with a piece of paper that says, like, come to the tortoise and the hare party tonight. Right? Yeah. And so it starts out with a group of kids who are wearing horrifying rabbit masks that look like they're out of Bioshock. It's (laughs) frightening. Very frightening. All right. So you have the, the hair people who are like these people dressed up in these weird, crazy-ass masks, and they're wild and crazy, and they're jumping through the streets and having wild a party. And crazy kids. And then there's the tortoise people, and the tortoise people are just taking it slow, trying to get to the party on time, like, doop, 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 doop. And so it goes, it goes back and forth, back and forth between the tortoise people and the hair people. And, you know, you get that idea of what, it, what it's about, right? Yeah. Like, the hair people are the wild, crazy people that are going to go to this party, and the tortoise people are like, we'll get there eventually. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the background is this... 
prestigious British sounding dude who's like, The tale of the tortoise and the hare. The hare was fun loving and challenged anyone to a race. No one would accept for the hare was so. F- it's like that yeah. in the background. But it's this weird modern day like party kid thing where like <laughs> one group is in the hare outfit and one group is in the tortoise outfit. Yeah. And the guy's like, The tortoise said I'll challenge him. And it's like, you don't know what you're watching, right? It's horrifying. <laughs> yeah. And then at one point, one of the hair kids jumps out into the street like he's a crazy party animal and gets hit by a car. And then it flashes like it's like this like this crazy screech like David Lynch movie moment. Yeah. And then all the hair kids are like sitting there and they pull up their masks and they're like crying. And the tortoise kids are like walking by looking at them with their creepy tortoise mask. And it's like, what the shit did I just watch? And it's like, watch where you go, kids. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's like an ad for like transportation in London. Like I don't know, I, it's so freaking bonkers. It scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I was like, whoa! <laughs> you can find it on YouTube. I'm positive of it. Go watch it. It is crazy. You'll be like, what the hell did I just watch? <laughs> watch I I, I sat in the theater like I don't I don't know what I, what I've seen. Speaking of sitting in the theater, it was me in the theater. It was me. Women, an Asian dude, and an old guy that I think was with his kids. I think that's it. Yeah, it, yeah. It was all it was all girls. Yeah, and everyone was very. They all sat down. They were all very excited to see it. But the people in front of us were like, you know, the first one wasn't that good, but I have hopes for this one. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, were they dashed! Oh man! Oh man! How do we even start with this? Um. Yeah. I would say if you haven't seen Divergent, the first movie, go back, listen to our podcast about yeah. the original because it's needed. To even yeah, understand where this movie need it. comes from. <laughs> <laughs> this movie's so bonkers. All right, so uh, last we left our our, our heroes. Mm-hmm. They're getting away they, on the train. Yeah, they were getting away on the train to what I thought was the like outside beyond the wall. Yeah. Like, isn't that what they hinted at? That's what I kind of thought. Yeah, I thought they I were going to, like, go outside the wall. And that was sort of, like, the end of the first one. I was like, oh, shit, that's, that might be cool. Nope. Because apparently the beginning starts with them on a farm. I guess this is the one group we never saw. The, uh... The, uh am- amity? Am- am- yeah, yeah, am- yeah. And so, like, the farmer people. And they're, like, super hippie peace people. Yeah. And... The very first scene, this is what I wrote down, because there, there's a there's a scene at the beginning which is like a, um, I guess like a dream sequence, which yeah. is her tripping balls because she feels guilty over everything. Basically, everything that happened to Katniss is happening to this girl, <laughs> yeah. because she's like, everyone I know is dead, like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But when the movie finally comes to, you know, real life, the first time we see this girl, uh, Triss, she is in a white nightie, and it, it hit me. <laughs> While watching this, I wrote this down. Where does one procure a white, a pure white nighty in the post-apocalypse? I'm just, <laughs> I just had that question because it didn't make any sense. Especially like we're like, not even, we're not even in two minutes into this movie, and I'm questioning <laughs> everything about it. Especially when like she's been wearing gray and stuff her whole life. Like yes, all everyone's said. everyone's been wearing gray and like the different colors of their factions. Yeah, uh, it makes. It, it, this point makes no sense. M- meanwhile, the uh, the Amity faction, they're just hippies. They wear whatever they want. But still, yeah. where does one find a pure white, obviously uh, 
Clorox bleached <laughs> nighty. Like, it makes no sense. It makes no sense. Yeah. But um, so she wears that and she walks out into the balcony and you know does this whole thing, and we learn that they've been given amnesty by amnity or whatever. Yeah. And the whole cast is there. So we have, again, just to remind everyone, we have main girl, older main guy who is probably too old for main girl. Yeah. Uh, Malfoy. <laughs> dark, dark-haired dark Malfoy. Yeah. And hmm. uh, the brother of... Yeah, uh, the brother. And then, and then the dad. The dad who was uh, the older guy's father. Mm-hmm. And they all escape together at the end of the first movie. So we're in this hippie world... And there's, I guess, I don't even know how long they've been there. It, it feels like they just got there, but the woman who runs the place is like, you've been here for a while now. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I don't know that I believe that, but okay. <laughs> and so I guess they're trying to fit in, but Malfoy, yeah, Malfoy has to keep harassing this girl who saved his life numerous times. Mm-hmm. And... She is still furious over the death of her friend. This first off, her parents, which she watched die in front of her, yeah. and then this one dude that she killed in order to save herself, who was her friend. Yeah, and so she's all torn up inside. And Malfoy, whatever his name is, douchey black-haired Malfoy, who I'll be honest, might be my favorite character in the movie. <laughs> He's the He's in be- a Whiplash. So I kept seeing him as like the drummer boy. I was like, yeah, go drum guy. Yeah, he's he's clearly the most entertaining character in this movie. Yeah. And so they um he harasses her to the point where she goes nuts and assaults him with a knife and then the the, the lady who runs Amity is like, "I want to see both of you in my office." <laughs> so they go up to the office and she scolds them and she's like, "I don't think I can trust you to ever do this again, but you know, Amity, we forgive, so I'll give you one more chance." And I'm like, yeah. "Oh, lord." So <laughs> Here's my assumption at this point. Yeah. They're going to show more of them trying to get along in this society and show more character development and all that stuff. Yeah. False. <laughs> yeah, false. very false. <laughs> There's one thing that... this movie doesn't like. It's explaining things and anything. going deeper. Explaining anything. <laughs> this is maybe, I don't know, 10, ten minutes. minutes into the film. Yeah. Maybe. And then we learn that um, the chick from Titanic has discovered some crazy box. A box that was found in uh, Abnegation. Is that who it is? Yeah, the whatever main girl's parents. Yeah, whatever they, the people who used to wear all gray and like, don't yeah. look at yourself in the mirror, right? Yeah. Whatever, her, her mother was hiding a magic box. Yeah. And so uh, Macklemore, yeah. <laughs> evil Macklemore, <laughs> finds it. And so, oh, by the way, besides Evil Macklemore, now there's another dude who's yeah. we'll call for, for intense, but we'll call him Blackamore because yeah. he's he's just he basically takes over Macklemore's role. Yeah, he does. I mean, he essentially is this other character who takes. We'll explain why later, but he takes over his role. Yeah. So they discover this this crazy uh, box artifact bo- box. Yeah, and this artifact box is what's going to save the world or destroy it. <laughs> and so. Uh, Titanic girl's like, I need to find every single uh, Divergent because they're the only ones who can unlock all the powers. Because in order to unlock it, you have to go into this virtual reality world and complete all five of the different groups. Yeah. And only someone who's Divergent can do that. Which is very funny because 
If this was any other movie, she'd be like, we have to find this girl, Triss. But because it's the Divergent <laughs> world, they're like, just find us any of these people who are the ones. Yeah, but but she is the one. They just don't say it. But Oh, oh later on in the movie, just to skip ahead, they have a scanner. They develop a scanning technology that gives you the percentage of being the one. Yeah. And so, and so they start scanning people, and he's like, oh, you're only 10%, and he shoots a dude in the head. Evil Macklemore is very evil. Yeah, he shoots a dude, evil. and he's like, you're only 10%. And then he finds this one little girl, she's like, only 40%, right? Yeah. And then they put it on Triss, and it's like, 100%, we've never seen this before. So Unbelievable. It's like she's like, a well-rounded human being. Like like we, like we said when we reviewed the last movie, it's like, the, this movie's like The Matrix, Except instead of the one, there are many the ones, but she's the most the one of the ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. Like, there are many the ones, but she is the most the one. It <laughs> like, is so that's silly. Like, one percent Like, damn. Yeah. It is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. And so, uh, going back to where we were, they now have this box, and so she says, find me all the diversions. So they go out to all the different groups and factions and it just so happens, while they're up in this woman's office being chastised for, you know, acting out. Yeah. Macklemore and his crew roll up in, I guess, SUVs, question mark? And the way they roll into town is <laughs> so funny that I had to write it down. I just wrote down in big, bold letters, fences. <laughs> because that's, that's, it was so ridiculous. So they drive into town in these SUV things. But not down the road. They just drive through the countryside, running over every fence. <laughs> and like, the, we're here. <laughs> and the, 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 the whoever I guess filmed this movie thought we needed to see a scene of them running over multiple fences. Yeah. There are many takes and cuts of them just rolling over fences. Yeah. And like, it's, it's like them running over a fence, them coming in on the road, them running over a fence, them coming in on the road, them running over a fence, <laughs> and they're like, we're here. It's ridiculous. <laughs> And, and just so like they one of them like driving like uh, parallel to each other and then just like crossing paths like, whoa, we're coming in, man. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah, they're driving crazy to get there. It's like, why would you drive like that? It's <laughs> completely unnecessary. They're going nuts. Like, 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 this one guy driving it. He's just like crazy Carl or some shit. He's just like, whoa, boy. Macklemore's just, he's just going crazy in there. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're not even... Uh, like it blows my mind. Not till later in the movie do they get really violent when they hunt for divergence. At this point, they're just looking. Yeah. Like they could just roll and be like, "We're looking here. for divergence." Instead, they're like, <laughs> "Yeah." It's like they have no idea if any of them are even here, but they're just like treating it like they're about to go on a manhunt that they found. I, I was going through my notes right now, and I just completely uh, missed something. Okay. So before this scene even happens, there's a moment where Triss. In order to, I guess, shed her past, cuts her hair. Oh, yeah. And she cuts it, uh, she, her hair's very long, and so she cuts it very short for this movie. So she cuts her hair, and as, and this cracked me up in the theater, I laughed out loud. As she slices the first lock of her hair off, <laughs> a bird, bird <laughs> a bird goes, Gah! in the background. And it's <laughs> a bunch of birds all while. They're all like, gah, gah, gah. It makes no sense. I assume because it's like her tattoo that she got from the first movie. I have no idea. Because now you can actually see it on her on her neck, like that bird tattoo that she got. I yeah. think maybe that's what it's supposed to symbolize. But it made no sense in that moment. Because really, it, it the most of the movie makes no sense. Yeah. So 
Macklemore and crew roll up, and everything seems pretty calm. The um, dad of the older dude is still downstairs, and he's like, "Golly gee, man, these guys are gonna cause some trouble." And Didn't all he that say something like, "Oh no," he says something. They're like, "Stop trying to question us," or and that's like the only thing. Yeah, no, he he has like three lines in the movie. This yeah. main character from the first movie has three lines in this one. He's like, um. Yeah, he, he says something about, like, you know, I'm the guy from the other faction, so, you know, don't give me any sass. You know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, stop so harassing us. All the main characters are upstairs, and they're like, we gotta get out of here. And so they do the douchiest mean thing that I've ever seen main characters do. They turn to the Malfoy kid, and they're like, we'll go on our own. You do your own thing. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. what? And so the Malfoy kid's like, all right, sure. Runs to the balcony and goes, hey, they're all up here. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I'll be honest, I would have done the same thing. If, yeah. my, if my crew just ratted me out, I'd be like, yeah, no, they're all, they're all up here, guys. Come get them. <laughs> yeah, go get them now. <laughs> and so they run away, and all three of them are, like, booking it through the woods. Like, Macklemore and team are, like, chasing after them. And by the way, I've never seen a man run so fast. I think the only person <laughs> I've ever seen run as fast as, as Macklemore is movies where Tom Cruise has to run fast. Yeah. Like, he, like I've never seen anyone with that much passion for running. He's running through the woods, like, outrunning all of his, like, dudes with machine guns and stuff. <laughs> yeah. He's just running, like, like he's, in a mar- he's just, like, so focused on his yeah, running. Yeah, he he's wants like, to get them so bad. He's like a robot. And they manage to get to a train, which, again, where the fuck are all these trains coming from? I don't know. This is the post-apocalypse. There are trains everywhere. Oh, and also, in that scene, it suffered from some hardcore stormtrooper, like, fallacy. Like, there's Oh, where they all... all started shooting their weapons and hit nothing but trees? <laughs> yeah. And then somehow <laughs> she's shooting, or he's shooting, and they're, like, dropping them, like, easy. Like, all right, we just picked, like, eight of them off, yet 15 people that are, like, trained <laughs> soldiers can't hit shit. Yeah, they're all supposed to be from the exact same group that they're from, and many of them are trained much longer than Triss has. Yeah. Tris was only there for like a few weeks at most, maybe. Yeah. I don't know what the. So yeah, so they managed to get on this train. And then Macklemore at the end, I love it, where he like shoots at the train for no reason, like twice. <laughs> it's like, damn. His angry <laughs> shooting is like pop, 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 pop. And he's like, ah, like, got away again. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so they get on this train, and on the train they meet. The people who have no the, the no faction, the, the factionless, right? Which, again, as we discussed in the first movie, makes no sense. Yeah. In the post-apocalypse, why would you doom people to a life of homelessness when you need them to survive as a society? Yeah. It makes no, Like, oh, well, you don't fit into any faction, so you're factionless. Yeah, you're no, worthless. there's got to be things they can do. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on. They just leave them to die? It makes no sense. Like... And, th- and then they have a whole other faction, like we said, the um, Abnegation, whose job is to look after them. So yeah. you're wasting a whole other group of people to take care of people who have no place. Yeah. It does. It's it makes no stupid. sense. Zero sense is made. Yeah. So, like, so, they hop on the train, right? And they're just like, bam, we're here. And then all these people, like, come out of the train, like, corridors, like, hello. Oh, yeah. They're all, like, um, smuggling goods. They're all, yeah. like, Han Solos. And you're wondering, like... Where the hell do all these goods come from? Yeah. Where, where did yeah, you where steal these things off? from? Yeah, how did you steal these things? It, it seems like it would be impossible to do so, considering there's no resources in the post-apocalypse. Where are you getting this stuff from? Where did this train come from? 
None of these questions are answered, by the way. Yeah. These guys are like, well, look who it is. A bunch of kids. We're going to beat you up. And they proceed and so, to one of the most unnecessary fight scenes I think I've ever seen in a movie. People people die. Like, <laughs> like many people are killed. Like, many fighting. people are like, killed. All right, it's on. It's like, like hardcore dudes are getting fight. pushed out of the train, getting their heads snapped. Like, it is unnecessarily violent. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, how did this fight start? Yeah. Why did this fight start? And then um, the brother, who at this point is pretty much like, you know, he's the weakling guy who's like, oh, I'm not cut out for this. Yeah. A dude tries to kill him. He kills the dude in retaliation, right? He kills mm. a man. Yeah. 20 seconds later, his sister is being choked out by this guy. And you figure, well, oh, now he has like the bloodlust and he can kill anyone, yeah. right? Like that's going to be his character arc. Like, he's going to become totally different. No, he, he just sits there. there. He sits there and watches, like freaked out. And then the boyfriend saves Triss. And then the guy's like, I'm, "I'm so sorry, I couldn't kill him. I couldn't kill him." Well, you just killed a guy. You <laughs> literally just killed a guy. Yeah, and like your adrenaline's pumping. You're like, oh, oh. like you're not gonna stay in there and be like, oh. yeah. Mm. It was like it, it oh, whatever. <laughs> so then all the the remaining factionless gather around. The main leader's like, which by the way. They were all fighting the main leader. How he lived through that, when everyone else got their like butts kicked, whatever. So he's like, well, now we're going to finish you off. And then four, I can't remember his real name, Tobias, to something. Yeah, it's like Tobias. He's like, well, you know, you're looking for me. And he's like, what? Oh, my God, we totes are. Or yeah, and then they're like, like we're going to take you to our leader. Tobias. And then they're like, yeah. And he's like, it's me. And they're like, oh, damn. Yeah, they're all like, we've been looking for you. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Lives could have been spared. <laughs> yeah, you could have just got on the train and been like, hey, I'm so biased. Like, oh, sweet. You murdered <laughs> many innocent people. For no reason. <laughs> Absolutely. Could have hopped on the train. They said, who are you? He's like, oh, dude, I'm Tobias. It's good seeing you. He's like, oh, yeah, sweet. Let's go. That's all that had to happen. Like, 20 people got killed. <laughs> <laughs> That's so dumb. So, uh, oh, by the way, if we hadn't mentioned, when Macklemore and crew roll up into the Amity Village, they, like, knock out the dad. Mm-hmm. That's the last time we see him for the rest of the movie. Except yeah. for the very, very end. That's yeah. the last. So he's had maybe a main character from the first movie has, like, two lines. Yeah. And he's, he's gone. Yeah. But in replacement, when we get to the faction list, we learn. Uh, so we get off the train, and the factionless leader appears and it's this very attractive young woman mm-hmm. who I would say is maybe like 33. Yeah. Maybe. And Tobias walks up to her Four, the main guy walks up to her and is like, Hey, uh, nice to see you. You suck. And she's like, I've been waiting for you, baby. And I'm like, Oh shit. Is that his ex-girlfriend? <laughs> right. Cause they look yeah. about the same age. And he's like, this is my mother. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like, what? She seriously looks like she's in like her late twenties, early thirties. Yeah, there's no way she is his mom. In a billion years is she his mom. Yeah. And so he's like, This is my mother. <laughs> and so she tries to they spend the next twenty minutes, I don't even know, trying to make a backstory about how the factionalists have been hoarding weapons and gathering an army together in order to yeah. go defeat the chick from Titanic because, you know, whatever reasons. Mm-hmm. And she's 
she wants to take over, and Tobias is like, "Of course you do, because then you'll be in power when it all when it's all done." And Triss is like, "Good, let's kill this bitch because she killed my family." Yeah. And Four's like, "No, I'll never do it." <laughs> Whatever. Never and do it, bitch. And so, uh, I guess as a sign of good faith. Oh, by the way, there's a really great scene. It might be my favorite scene in the movie yeah. where Triss is laying in bed with Four, and the mom is like watching them sleep. Oh uh, yeah. And Triss wakes up and. The mom starts talking to him like I, you know, I used to watch him when he was the kid, and now it's so good, right? And she goes, yeah. like she says something. I'm not sure what she says. I don't remember. But when Tris rolls over, it's the dead dude that she killed from the first movie. Yeah. And she wakes up and it's a dream. And I was like, that's actually a pretty, that's a pretty cool scene. Yeah. But um, the basic gist is that they decide they're gonna go find their friends from Dauntless and go see if they're okay. And she's like, well, they're at the candor place. Candor are the, like, lawyers who can never lie. They all have to tell the truth. Mm-hmm. She's like, you go there, and you'll, you'll find your team there. And that's where they're hiding out. Which, by the way, how could an entire faction hide out at another faction without the chick from Titanic knowing? <laughs> yeah. Like, it, that makes no sense. So... Yeah, she has, like, control over, like, every faction. Yeah, she runs the council. How could she not know where people were? Yeah. But she, so anyway, they go to they go to Candor. While on the way, her brother's like, "I can't. I'm not cut out for this. I can't do this anymore." <laughs> yeah. And so he leaves. The question is to go where? Where would he go? It yeah. makes literal no sense why he would go with them out into the wilderness. Why not stay with the factionless? If you're just gonna stay behind, just stay with the factionless. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, make any sense why he would leave. I thought he was gonna stay with the factionless. That's what I thought he was like saying. And I was like, wait, he's. He's not? He's going somewhere else? Like, yeah, he's like, I'm just going to go now. And they're like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bye. And so then then Triss and, and Four have this conversation where she's like, oh, my life's falling around me. And he's like, hang in there. We're going to get through this together. It, it, like, okay. Imagine yeah. you're watching, like, Game of Thrones. And just, like, <laughs> Jesus. you're in a scene with, like, there's Rob Stark and, like, Ned Stark, like all these guys. And then Rob Stark all of a sudden is just like, all right, I'm going to go now. And they're like, all right, bye. Like in the battlefield. He just leaves. Yes, that's like literally what happens. They're like, what? On, they're on <laughs> craggy you rocks. You're going to die. They're on, they're on craggy rocks in the ruins of a city. <laughs> in the middle of nowhere with like grimy, homeless looking people around them. Yeah. And the brother's just like, I'm leaving now. What? Where are you going? So after that nonsense, what happens is they meet up with Dauntless, who are just chilling on the stoop of this giant building. Yeah. Like, they're not even hiding. Like, they roll up, and they're like, oh, shit, look who it is. They all run out. I saw that, I was like, wait, it's like a family reunion. They're just waiting, like, here they come, guys. Yeah, oh, shit, we didn't know you were going to be here. You're sitting outside of a giant, one of the few remaining structurally sound buildings in this city <laughs> and no one's noticed you more importantly no one cared <laughs> yeah and so they go inside the building this is this is where it, like from this point on the plot just devolves into nonsense even more so yeah so uh they they go into this building and immediately i don't know why they thought they could go into the candor building yeah. But all these Dauntless walk inside and like, yeah, yeah, we're all good. And all the candor police arrest them <laughs> yeah. immediately. <laughs> and so then we get a little flash of uh, Titanic Lady. I'll never remember her name to save my life. And she's like using P-1000 
people as test subjects. Oh, it's Kate Winslet. Yeah, uh, Kate Winslet, yeah. So Kate Winslet is, like, using uh, all these divergent people as test subjects on this box. Yeah. And none of them can ever beat it. And you always see, like, these, I guess, simulations of people getting just bludgeoned to death with shit. Yeah. And they're... So, help me out here. Uh-huh. I understand they're in a simulation, right? Yeah. And the simulation has to do with their fears and that, and like, stress and that kind of shit, right? Yeah. The one they show in this simulated sort of, like, pixel simulation thing is this test subject getting bombarded over and over again with what seems like fireballs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, giant fire... And I'm wondering what that simulation must have been like. I want to know what that was, because it looked <laughs> awesome, and she's just getting repeatedly pelted with fireballs. Yeah. And I don't know what the shit is going on in there. And then Kate Winslet's like, oh, she got four out of five. <laughs> yeah. What oh. the hell? What? Okay, sure. <laughs> yeah, like, wait, what? What's going on? And so anyway, they get arrested by Kander, and Kander's like, you're wanted murderers. Wait, so you let the other wanted murderers chill outside, but now that you have these guys, you're like, oh, we got you now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, apparently, Four knows all the rules of Candor and convinces them. He's like, hey, let us take your truth serum that you have on stock, and we can tell you the truth, and then you guys can set us free, because that's how you work. Yeah. Well, okay, sure. And he's just like, oh, I guess you're right. Yeah, he's like, oh, oh, you've totally convinced me. You know more than I do. <laughs> so he and Trisk get... Truth serumed, and we learn from him, we learn from Four, that the reason why he went back to save her is because he loves Triss. No shit, big, uh, yeah. of course. <laughs> and then from Triss, we learn that everyone she loves dies, and she feels horrible about it, and she blames herself, and she killed that one dude, which makes, uh, I think that's Lenny Kravis's daughter, whoever that girl is, who's yeah. her friend, like, hate her. Which is stupid. Because... Because she's like, you, oh, you killed my boyfriend. You know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, but, but she like, did it to save her life. Like, he was mind-controlled, right? Yeah, she's like, he tried to kill me, and so I, like, defended myself. And she's like, oh, I would, I'd be like, oh, shit, he tried to kill you. Like, what an asshole. Yeah, uh, you were all mind-controlled. Give me some credit here. I saved, I saved everyone, yeah. and only he died, so chill the fuck out. Yeah. So, anyway, she's all broken up, and, and her friend hates her, and Four's like, oh, you know, I, I feel so bad for you. Kanda releases them, and I can't remember if now is when they go back to the factionless, but, uh, um, oh, no, 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 no. What happens is, I forgot. Oh, what yeah. happens is, uh, she goes outside and is standing up there on the roof of the Kander building. Some random dude comes out. A random guy who we've never seen before yeah. is like... I'm I'm one of Four's friends. It's so nice to meet you. I'm gonna stand out here and talk to you about life and stuff, and and tell you about how much Four loves you and crazy shit. And then out of nowhere, everyone's assaulted by uh, Kate Winslet's like private army led by Macklemore and Blackmore. Yeah. And so they start like shooting up everyone like kids. And I thought <laughs> this was like the hardest core scene in any movie. I was like, oh yeah. shit. Like they're gunning down kids. There's a scene where a hallway is just filled with like what I assumed were dead kids. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> That's a great quote for the tombstone. <laughs> 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 the hall of dead kids are shooting up. And I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> I, you know, because I didn't expect it. I thought this movie, I thought this movie was yeah. gonna like pull punches. Instead, it was like, nope. This is this going is. hardcore. 
And it had her, like, laying in the hallway with them. So I thought that Tris was dead, too. Yeah. Turns out that they all just have, like, implants attached to them. So they can, like, it knocks you out, I guess. It was like a yeah, knockout unless serum. Unless you're divergent. Yeah, unless you're divergent, then you're awake. And that's how they track you down. And then what happens is this little girl comes up to Tris. And Tris is like, go upstairs and hide. And, of course, not 20 minutes later when Tris gets captured, the little girl's there with them. Yeah. She's like, I was supposed to hide. I was supposed to hide. It's like, you dummy, you should have hide. <laughs> yeah. Or hid or whatever. Look, you figure out the, the semantics of the grammar. Yeah. So what happens is Macklemore grabs them. And they that scene we talked about where he's like, you're like 10% divergent. He shoots a dude in the head. Yeah. And of course, Triss is 100. And he's like, I can't believe it. There's no way. And he holds it up to her again. It's like, 100. And Macklemore's like, I told you, man. She's, she's the one. Which, again, she's the one of the ones. Yeah. And so they're going to take her out and uh, bring her back to Kate Winslet. But then suddenly, Four and like his dauntless friends show up and they're like, "Good thing we weren't inside." And they put guns to their heads. Yeah. And, and oh, wait. like, okay, rewind. Yeah. So when they're gonna like try to shoot the little girl, right? Like Macklemore's about to kill the little girl. Yes. And he's like, "Yeah, you're forty percent." And then she's like, "Oh no!" And then she jumps up and like tackles him. I was like, "How did she manage to like do that?" In that amount of time. Oh, she jumped across the room, tackled him, held at gunpoint, by the way. Like, whatever soldier <laughs> that was that let her jump up and get across the room. Yeah. I feel like she'd be fired. Yeah. Like, he would... If anyone moved, she should have been shot in the face. Like, immediately shot in the face. Yeah. She jumps up and, like, assaults Macklemore. It makes no sense. But she yeah. saves the little girl, of course, because yeah. they wouldn't shoot a little kid. <laughs> yeah. to, to my dismay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, what happens then is uh, Four and all the Dauntless guys save Triss, and they're like, I guess they, here's what I don't understand. Blackamore is not there anymore. I don't know where he went. Yeah. He went back to Kate Winslet, which is why he's Blackamore, because the next scene, they take Macklemore into a room, and he's like, you don't have the guts for, I'm not going to tell you her plan, but she's, but here's the plan. <laughs> he's like, I'm not going to tell you what the plan is, but here's the plan. <laughs> She's found some crazy box, and she's going to use it to change the world, man. She's looking for divergence. And, of course, Four's like, screw you. You killed a lot of people. And he just point-blank range shoots Macklemore in the face. <laughs> yep. And then everyone, Candor, Dauntless, everyone gathers around to look at his dead body. <laughs> like, it's the end of Gladiator, and they're all standing around <laughs> the Emperor, and they're, like, all shock silence. And the Candor dude's like, I never thought Kate Winslet would do this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then... That's when they go back to the faction list and like we're gonna make an alliance and we're gonna take her down because she's got this crazy machine and we have to stop her, right? Yep. So that night, the of course the mother has this really smug look on her face, like, yeah, so my plans are working out perfectly. Which can I point out, throughout this entire movie, the mother is played as like this character who I assume would be a bad guy. Yeah. Like, she's like, yes, all my plans to take over are going to work out. Just First off, she's introduced poorly. Her plan is stupid. And there's no payoff at all at the end. But we'll get there. She, so I like, like how when she's introduced, they did the, like, typical, like, everybody steps out of the way. And then she's at the end, like, yeah. hello. <laughs> it's like, what? Like, I've been waiting for you, Tobias. And so, yeah, they go back. And that night, apparently, there is in those tracker devices or what the sleeping things. Yeah. Uh, they're still in all their bodies, and it turns out that uh, the ones that have it are, can now be controlled 
just like the people at the end of the first movie. So mm. three girls, well, actually two girls and one boy, are now standing up on a ledge about to jump, and they're all delivering a message like, hand over Triss and no one else has the right. time. The- Before that, the, the one dude that was like, they're up in the attic, he pledged his like loyalty to Titanic Woman. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, we need to go back. So, yeah, the guy who was their friend enemy, I guess frenemy, we'll call yeah, him. Yeah, the frenemy. Frenemy Malfoy, he is now working for Kate Winslet. And Kate Winslet, he's like, yeah, give me a job with the room for promotional growth or whatever the hell he says. <laughs> yeah. And so she makes him, like, guard number one, question mark? <laughs> yeah. And he basically tells her how to find him. And he's like, the only way you can draw Triss out is by, like, hurting people around her because that's her big... Hang up. Yeah. And she's like, excellent. That's what I'll do. Yeah. So then she mind controls these these people. And of course, one of them is her best friend. And the other two are like random people. Yeah. And it's a little boy who might be like maybe six. And then an older girl and then her best friend. Mm-hmm. And so her and then this other character who was a main character from the first one, but has had maybe two lines this entire movie, yeah. climb up to save them. And as they're like, hand over Trist, and no one else has to die. And they're about to jump off the edge. Uh, the one girl uh, grabs the little boy, and then Triss, of course, grabs her friend, and yeah. the blonde, tall girl just falls to her death and dies. And nobody does anything. They just all no, stand there and watch. They yeah, try to no catch one her. tried to save her. There, Only two people actually climbed up the thing. Meanwhile, there's a whole group of Dauntless there who are skilled in climbing and jumping and all sorts of shit. Yeah. No one tried they to save this all other watch girl. her fall and die. I was like, well, that's unfortunate. And so this girl dies, and Triss is all just emotional. She's like, this is because of me. This is because of me. And so the next scene is her in her bed crying, and Tobias goes up to, like, console her. And then immediately, in what may be one of the silliest, inappropriate scenes <laughs> in the history of movies, a little girl, like, uh, killed herself. Like, just threw herself yeah. off this cliff. Not ten minutes later, movie time, are they banging <laughs> in this bedroom. She's like, I'm so sad. And he's like, don't be sad, baby. And they just do it. <laughs> yeah. It is so crazy. They just straight up bang. And it's like, wait, what? And then he passes out because he's, you know, like like any good man. Yeah. He's totally spent. He's passed out. And then she, of course, uses this time to sneak off in the middle of the night to go turn herself into Kate Winslet. So that nobody and, else dies. Yeah, so no one else dies. But here's the thing, but, too. Here's the thing. When she Okay, so she mind-controlled those people to walk off and be like, return her to me or you will, more will die. If, yeah. Maybe I'm just a better villain. But if I was that, I would make them, like, fight each other and, like, oh, yeah, try to kill each like... other, like, mind-controlled. Like, we will kill each other. And then you're, like, killing off their, like, soldiers as you, like, try to get her. I mean, like... it, very good point. You're definitely a better villain than Kate Winslet. <laughs> yeah. But so she goes off in the middle of the night to go and turn herself in and... The only person watching, of course, is the evil mom who's like, yes, yes, all my plans are coming together. <laughs> the next day, Four comes downstairs like, where'd Triss go? Mom's like, I have no clue. And he's like, oh, no, she wanted to go turn So he runs off and she's like, no, wait, stop. So I'm like, oh, wait, maybe this is part of her master plan. Yeah. So Four, all right. So anyway, oh, this is nonsense. <laughs> so Triss shows up at the main building and about a thousand security guards descend on her. Mm-hmm. Right? Meanwhile, Four is going to go save her, which later on plays a big role. I don't think anyone shows up to stop him. Actually, wait, hold on. They do. Never mind. I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, you're wrong. It's later when, when the army shows up that apparently no one gives a shit. Yeah. 
All right, so yeah, my mistake. Yeah, it's your mistake. So she turns herself in, and Kate Winslet's like, "Good, now that you're here, I have something to tell you." And and she like lets her know that the thing was her mom's, and it's all this big like dark secret, and whatever's inside this box is super important, and everyone else who's used it has died, and so you know that kind of stuff. Yeah. And she sees that dark-haired Malfoy's working for her, and she and he pulls a gun on her. He's like, "You're gonna do this test." In, in, uh, or I'll shoot you. And of course she like kicks the shit out of him and bashes his head against the window. Yeah. And she's like, I'll kill him. And Kate Wins is like, whatever. Yeah. And the best line in the movie, he goes, what? <laughs> <laughs> I saw that thing coming too. I was like, she doesn't care about him. Yeah. And so uh, she lets him go. And then we're, we are introduced to the big plot twist, I assume, is that her brother has aligned himself with Kate Winslet, which makes no sense at all. Yeah, at all. At all. He he goes from, like, I'll be no help to you to, now I'm going to work for the bad guy? Yeah. It's just, again, he, imagine Rob Stark just left. He's like, I'm with the Lannisters now. He's just like, wait, hold why? on. Why? Wait, why? He was fighting with us, like, on our side. We're family. And now you just went to them for no reason? Like, yeah, they I killed just our see parents. myself. They murdered our parents. Why are you? Yeah, this is like like if, if Ned Stark got killed, and then Rob Stark was like, "I'm leaving to go to the wall," and then he's like halfway there, he's like, "Nope, I'm gonna join the Lannisters and fight you guys." Why? It makes no sense. Why? It makes no sense. And so he's the one who convinces Triss to actually go through with it, and so they jack her in Matrix style again because she's the one. Yeah. And she proceeds to go through all these different tests, and the main test is the one that from the trailer was just like jump through a floating building as it moves around to get to her mom. mom. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm trying to remember what the other tests were, but they were really dumb. Like one, one was test like her what's D four is there and he's like, We're breaking you out and then they're trying to break out and he's like Oh, like, and she's like, it's here? not real. He's like, scary boyfriend stuff. But he wasn't there when someone said yeah, that. Yeah, she had that her. she No, that was the conversation she had with his friend up on the roof. Yeah. And, and and so she was like, you weren't there for that. And this is fake. And he's like, I love you. And then he like melts into crystal shards. <laughs> and it's like this. Here's the thing. It's like a four and a half minute scene of him melting to like emotional music. And it's like, I don't. Nobody cares about this scene. <laughs> I know. Like it was the most unimportant scene. It's like, all right. So she, did she beat it? Is like, is the, did she do the thing? Like we don't want to watch him melt. Yeah. And then when they escape, uh, Malfoy is like on the ground and she has a chance to shoot him, but doesn't. And so I guess that was another one of the, yeah, like that quick test. thing was another one of the tests. Yeah. And so she's totally spent. She can't, um, can't finish do the, the final, final test. Yeah. So yeah, the final, there's one final test. I guess it saves her progress question mark. Like I think <laughs> like every, <laughs> it's like save like I, game. Yeah. I feel like every time you jack in, you should have to redo all five. Like that's the point. Only yeah. someone who can do all five, but I guess they say four out of five, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. And so she does all those stupid tests, and she goes back to her cell, and that's when we learn that uh, Four has been captured, mm-hmm. and he's in his cell, and this is oh, this is gonna be, it's so emotional for her, and they're like, you got one final test to do, and her brother's being a total dick, and Malfoy's like, yeah, your your girlfriend's gonna die in this <laughs> thing, brah. It's the worst like ten yeah. minutes of movie history. <laughs> yeah. So. They take her back into the sim, and they try to get her to do one final battle. And the uh, thing they have her do is... I don't know what it is. Like, she's gets, like, 
knocked through a window or something and like falls to her death. Oh yeah, she's like she gets like falling through the yeah. city. Like yeah, she's like sky. falling through the city, and I guess she's supposed to stop herself from falling or something, but she doesn't and falls to her death and like hits the ground yeah. and dies. Like goes into cardiac arrest and um uh oh oh be, I'm sorry before this final thing happens it's we should point this out yeah uh, Malfoy as she goes in for her final treatment because you know you assume he's a dick he stabs her in the back with something yeah and so when she goes in this final test she uh like falls into this into the ground and explodes and and yeah. goes into cardiac arrest and Kate Winslet's like no no she was the one and her brother like doesn't even shed a tear he's like I'm a dick it's just and like, well that was interesting. They wheel her back right past Thor, who loses his shit. And he's like, no, no. And he's like banging on the door. Yeah. And then in one of the weirdest plot twists, Malfoy and Thor break, like Malfoy breaks out Thor, who then helps him beat up the guards. So these two guys who were, en- I guess they set this up from the beginning. I have no clue. Mm-hmm. Breaks him out. And then Triss wakes up and whatever he stabbed her in the back with was like a serum that knocked her out. Yeah, it was like a serum that like kind of like stopped her heart rate or whatever, and like which I guess explains the falling. Like she couldn't control her own heart rate, and so she couldn't fight or whatever. But it still, where did that? Where does this plot? Like just like the other plot twist of the brother, this Mm -hmm. one makes no sense. You don't see it coming because it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it doesn't. Like there's nowhere in the story where you're like, if I watch this movie a second time, I could see that coming. No, (laughs) you couldn't because it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And so Malfoy's like, yeah, thank God I saved you again. What? What? <laughs> yeah, like, what? Oh. And so their their new plan is <laughs> we need to break out of here. And then she's like, no, I've got to unlock the, the fifth seal on this damn thing. <laughs> and so. Oh, wait. I looked it up. Apparently the reason she falls is because uh, they're climbing two of the three people she wanted to save are climbing a building and she can only save. Two of the three or whatever. That did that did not happen. That did not happen in this movie. I don't know. That's what I don't remember that at all. Said. I don't remember that at all. Way is dumb. I might have been writing a note at the time <laughs> about how dumb it was. Yeah. So anyway, so she goes. In, she's like, I need to get back in the machine. By the way, it's under like secu- like heavy security yeah. guard and stuff. And so she and Thor go back to the machine or, or to get the box. Yeah. Originally, it's to get the box, and then Malfoy goes. Into the main control center right next to Kate Winslet and like a million guards. It basically hacks the system and no one gives a shit. Yeah. <laughs> he just hacks everything. He's like, blah, 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 blah. and then what he I just sneaks he out the do, back. Right? Is they got the guards there. Like, I imagine the guards would be able to get into ro- the room possibly. I thought he was going to like pick up their like passed out body and scan their face. What? Wait. Wh- oh, oh. Oh, yeah. Because he had to use the face. Like, yeah. no, instead he, instead he used. Like, he took fours out of the prisoner directory, of course, yeah. and then put it in the guard directory, and so the face scanner recognized him, and that's how they got in the room. Yeah, but, like, yeah. the obvious thing would be, like, oh, yeah, we knocked out a guard, let's use his face to scan it and then get in. Yeah, no, that would be that'd be stupid. Yeah. So, <laughs> I assume the logic there is, like, well, they'd, they would alert security if a guard scanned his face to open this door, so yeah. let's put in another person under the guard and let him... It, it makes whatever. no sense, it's dumb. So they go in to get this thing. Meanwhile, Malfoy slips out the back door and just vanishes for the rest of the movie. He's <laughs> yeah. gone. Yeah, he's gone. And then uh, they go into this room, and rather than grab the thing and leave, Triss is like, I have to finish it. I have to know what's inside. Aren't there, like, jack-in things elsewhere? Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. If you overthrew Kate Winslet, couldn't you just use it after you overthrew Kate Winslet? Yeah, I was it thinking It makes no that. sense. 
makes n- so she's like we have to do this and he's like okay baby whatever closes the damn thing closes like the double doors and then she jacks in yeah so she goes into this virtual reality world where she fights basically the NECA version of herself yeah right like the evil ver- it's essentially uh scott pilgrim versus the world yeah. like or the legend of like the second zelda game mm-hmm. right it's like it's, you're gonna fight your own inner demon. You have to fight your own inner demon. You have to fight your shadow self. And so she has this climactic, essentially Neo versus Agent Smith battle. Like they're flying through the air <laughs> yeah. and they're destroying the world she, around them. You did things, and she's like, I didn't do the things. Like, yeah, and, and and of course the in the end the the moral is like you have to learn to let go and forgive yourself. And so as her fr- like herself tries to attack herself, which sounds insane. <laughs> yeah. Like, it doesn't hurt her, and then her, her nemesis self explodes into little bits, and she's yeah. like, I did it! And she unlocks the thing. Meanwhile, on the outside world, uh-huh. the, the hundreds of guards at this facility are, like, blowing through this door, and I swear to God, there's a scene where four gets shot. Yeah, I thought like, you he see, did you see, you see him go like, and he, like, falls backwards. Yeah. And then, as they're about to grab her, all these guards come in, suddenly, the entire army of... Factionless and Dauntless and Candor and everyone show up and like blow th- like save them. <laughs> yeah. Which, by the way, where were the like where was the battle? Where yeah. were the many? There were so many guards at this building, and there was. N- I assume Factionless and them don't have enough. I don't know. I assume they don't have the weapons, but who do I? They've been smuggling shit from yeah. people <laughs> somewhere. So it. It's they just crazy. show up like, bam, we're here. And they're like, yay. Yeah. They come at the very end like, hey, we came in. And the her main friend girl like walks up like, yay, I forgive you now. Like, what? <laughs> so then all it's of a sudden. essentially like, okay, using good movies as an example again. <laughs> <laughs> if in Lord of the Rings, the end of it, they're like, oh, no, we're going to die. And Gandalf just like uses a spell. It's just like, bam, and everybody dies. Like, hey, we're here. Like, no, oh, no, no, right. no, no, no. It's, it's, you know how when Rohan shows up? Yeah. And and they blow the horn. There's a speech, and they roll down the hill. and They start yeah. fighting, and then the battle goes on for like another hour, <laughs> yeah. right? And it's like, but thank God we have reinforcements. It'd be like if Rohan shows up, but there's no speech, no horn. They just are at the front door, like we took care of it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, all those orcs are are gone now. We got it. We handled it. Oh man, that's good because they were assholes. <laughs> like they just show up, and then. Uh, uh, four is somehow alive, which mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense. Blackamore has somehow escaped, which still makes no sense. I don't know where he, he went. Escaped his char- time, very his easily. character just vanished. <laughs> he was like, "I'm out of here." Second time, and he's then, done that. yeah, and then uh, Tris comes out of the thing, and she's like, "Guys, it's open now." And they open it, and the message inside is from the founders, who are like, "The truth is." That divergence are really the reason why you're all there. And that this has been an experiment. And all of you are in the ruins of old Chicago. Because there was the catastrophe or some crap. And we, like there was a big war. And we it was because people were like fighting over personas or some bullshit. And we put you all in there to find out like how to find the perfect society if one could coexist. And the, the real thing is that in the end, we're supposed to be well-rounded individuals, which is like an insanely simplistic thing. Yeah. Like, of course, that's the whole damn point to begin with. Yeah. And so divergence aren't the problem. They're actually like the, the solution. solution. And the more divergence there are, the better society we are. So like that kind of BS. Yeah. And so they, you know, they're like, 
you need to rejoin us out beyond the wall now. Like, this is your task. You've completed it. Come join us beyond the wall. Mm-hmm. And so everyone's like, yeah. And all the different factions are like, yeah. And everyone's very excited. <laughs> yeah. And it goes through a bunch of sweeping scenes of, like, people marching towards the wall. and like. No, but then you forgot the, the part. Where, what's her name? Uh, Kate Winslet. After they see that, she's like, I don't care. Oh, she's like, destroy it. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. Destroy it. She's like, kill him anyway. And that's when yeah, they like bust in, like, we got you. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe they killed Matt. Maybe they killed Blackamore. Then I don't remember. But yeah, he like, like he just didn't exist. They yeah, introduced they... a new character <laughs> as a replacement for Macklemore who gets killed, and they're just like, eh, whatever. It doesn't yeah, matter. So then they bust in, and then they capture Kate Winslet, and then uh, yeah. So then his we get the mom is scenes. all like, hey, nice to see you again, Janine, or whatever. Oh, yeah, like, there's definitely some connection between the two. Yeah. And you're like, oh, shit, that'll be pretty interesting for the third movie. Yeah. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so so they go through, like, sweeping scenes of, of the, like, everyone yeah, in this like, mass exodi- exodus out to the exit. And there's music playing, and everyone's really excited. And we, we, see the, we see the dad again, which is really funny. Like, yeah. the dad from the beginning, like, oh, well, I'm shit, there alive. he is. And then everyone's moving towards this... Um, to, to the wall yeah. and the gate starts to open and you see beyond the wall I swear to god beyond the wall is a barren wasteland with a giant oil tanker in it <laughs> yeah. and I'm like wait they're gonna walk through that in order to find how do we know anyone's out there yeah and that's and so at the very end this what I have come to believe is the only smart person Kate Winslet's character <laughs> goes like that message is 200 years old how do we know anyone's even out there <laughs> Which makes sense. And then the mom comes up behind her and is like, you'll never find out. And shoots her in the back of the head. Dude, that's how the movie ends. And that's that's how the movie ends. There is no, like, closure at all. The movie just ends. Yeah. It's, just it's like, like, wait, what? what? Wait, what just happened? <laughs> and, like, nobody questions anything. They're just all like, go to the wall. Let's go. Yeah, let's go to the wall. <laughs> Everyone, let's go to the wall. Like, nobody's the like, wall? but I kind of like it here. Like, maybe this is, like, a cool, you know? Like, nobody's nobody, like, they're just all like, let's go Nobody questions. <laughs> Like, all right, all right, for real. Mm-hmm. If we found a magical box, yeah, right. Like, like if today in today's society we found a box that required some crazy test to unlock, yeah, and we as a society found someone who could, and it was unlocked. It's like a and Michael It was Jordan. a message. It was a message that was like, "I am one of the original humans," and centuries ago we had a pretty awesome society, but that fell into collapse, and we created a new society, and. Uh, from that, you were formed, and we have moved off to a distant star system, but if you want, you may join us now because you have reached the intellect to unlock this box, right? Yeah. Yes, of course, there would be people like, yeah, sure, but there'd also be many people who'd be like, that is stupid. That sounds made up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is not even a real thing. How do we know this isn't a trap? How do we know we go off to some star system, we prove to these aliens that we can travel through space, they come and blow us up. Like, yeah. there's a million different scenarios that people could come up with reasons why not to do this. Yeah, maybe they're, like, maybe they eat humans every, like, 200 years. Yeah, maybe they're, our, they're like, we're their food source, and, you know, I, I, there's a million reasons not <laughs> yeah. to do this. But everyone's like, sounds good to me. And like I said, they open the gates, and through it you see a barren wasteland and an oil tanker. Yeah. It's, it's pretty clear this is, like, Lake Erie, and there's nothing in it. Which means, like, if that's what's out there... Or like Michigan. Uh, well, eh, close enough. Yeah. But, so it's like, what is... Yeah, so what's... What is even happening? Uh, that's gonna like, be why would you do this? Book movie. So now, it, it, it makes no sense. And then they kill Kate Winslet, like, a shotgun blast to the head. And that's, <laughs> yeah. like, it. 
And that and goes and the movie goes dark and then it ends. Yeah. And, and it's like, wait, what? It reminded me of like the Maze Runner, but at least the Maze I Runner that made too. sense. Yes. Like I yes. was like, I thought oh, that too. okay. Like Maze Runner actually had like reasoning and like plot development. But this it was, was in fact very like, weird. Where this thing happened, now this thing happens, and now this thing's happening. It's like so no I, I, explanation. I went and uh, looked up the ending, the third book, to All see right. if I could figure out what it was about. Yeah. I couldn't. Yeah. The third book is like, they, they, I don't even know. I don't even know. I tried to read it. I read about it too. I tried to read the, can you make any sense of the ending? Because I couldn't. So I couldn't figure like, out what the hell was going on. So it's like they go out there, and then they find out that the mom is like evil or something which which everyone knew yeah which everyone knew and then uh stuff happens and tris has to like sacrifice herself yes yeah like like all i got out of this is that the entire time it's a bunch of gibberish like her brother in the end like the least deserving character lives but tris sacrifices herself Mm mm-hmm to save four, who then has to like live the rest of his life knowing that this girl saved him. But then he gets a serum that can erase his memory, but he decides not to take it because he'd rather remember Trish. Like, it is nonsense. Yeah. Like, it is nonsensical. <laughs> Which makes me very excited for the third movie. Oh, yeah. No, I hope it comes out. I hope this movie made... Here's the thing. This first movie didn't make any money, and they made this one. So here's yeah. hoping they make a third one. The they third gotta one do is it just... Now nonsense here's the thing this is how you make the third movie they go outside the cage or the the wall right nothing's there except nicholas cage <laughs> and he's just like i've been outside the wall fighting everything come with me and then he come just, with me if you want to live <laughs> and then he takes the oh my god just start like combining movies he's like so i've created a spaceship where we're gonna go to another dimension in the galaxy it's like, go to other planets. Oh, my God. So, basically, what you're saying is the third movie would be so bad that they might as well just make it whatever they want. <laughs> yeah. the point doesn't. Just like. But it's got to have Nicolas Cage in it. it oh, agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Nicolas Cage should be. It should just take on the role of the mom. He's much more believable. <laughs> she just, like, walks out and he shoots her. He's like, this is my job now. <laughs> Here's the thing. I assume you mean the movie, but I'd like to imagine that's in real, real life. He just walks onto set and murders the actress. He's like, I'm the mother now. He's on a wig. <laughs> oh my no God. one notices. He's like, good. <laughs> Everyone's like, wow, the mother became a much better actress in the third one. He just has like, a, like an army of bees following him. <laughs> they follow all his commands. I'd yeah, watch so that. in case you can't tell, it was a... Just bad movie. Just yeah. the worst. It was and made no sense. It was dumb, but I'd watch it once. Oh, yeah. No, I, I'd watch it once just to see how ridiculous it was. But you have to watch yeah. the first movie. Yeah. You have to put in a good two hours of your life into this franchise in order to see this new movie. So yeah. I guess it's better to do it now than marathon two movies before you see the third one if it ever comes out. Mm-hmm. But I will say we did beg for another movie and we got it. Yep. And I was and not I, disappointed. I was not, like, I knew this was going to be bad going <laughs> yep. in, and I was thoroughly pleased with how bad it was. Like, I yep. had no clue <laughs> a movie could be this nonsensical bad. And I watched that one that just recently came out, the, um, oh man, the one where, like, uh, the dude uh, fights dragons. <laughs> what? <laughs> Shit. No, you know, the dude, uh, the, I'm trying to think of the actor's name, he fights dragons. What? 
It just it just recently came out. It was horrible. It was not very good. Uh, there's Insurgent, Cinderella, Run All Night, The Gunman, Kingsman, The Secret Service. Do you believe? This? By the way, oh, Kingsman was really good. That's a good fun movie. Yeah, I heard that was good. It's very entertaining. That is uh, the end of that movie. The last 20 minutes are like basically Jesse Cox the film. If you want to know how I'd make a film, go watch that movie. Watch the last 20 minutes, and that's how I'd make my movie. It was we walked out of the theater, and everyone was like. Holy shit, that was like what's in your head all the time, isn't it? And I was like, yep. <laughs> well, that sounds pretty... That sounds a lot better. Oh, my God. Insurgent made the most money in the yes. box office. $52 nice. million, Followed by Cinderella at 35 Yeah, Cinderella's been told Insurgent, though. Yeah. That's going to get us... That's going to get us the third it's movie. That's what that's going to get us. movie. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait. Ugh. We've earned it. We've earned it, Crendor. We've had to sit through that shit. <laughs> yeah. I sat through it in England. I paid pounds to go see it. <laughs> yeah, you paid pounds. I ate weird British candy that I'd never had before. I had a Slurpee. <gasps> I, had a, I had a British Slurpee. Dude, they give you two sides. Two so you can sides? get two different flavors. Whoa. I know. Whoa. It was intense. Here's How does the problem, America though. not have that? I don't know. Here's uh, Probably because both sides... You know how eventually you get to the part of a slushie where all the like taste is out of it? Yeah. It's just either ice or liquid? <laughs> yeah. It got that way, but twice as fast on oh. two sides. And did it just like meld together after a while? No, well, like like it didn't meld together. Like there's a middle, there's a divider oh, between the two. It. Oh, that's smart. But the problem is, is like you know, you got less overall slushy. Yeah. And I was very disappointed. Yeah, that is kind of disappointing. It's, yeah, it's like, not American. Trade quantity for just a unique yeah, choice. Yeah, but I got one that was like orange flavor, and it tasted like a Fanta, and it was pretty good. Oh. And then I got cherry because I felt good. What are we talking about? Let's end this thing. We've been going on too long. All right, guys. That's it. Uh, we will be back again soon. Hopefully when I get home. Yeah. Uh, to talk, talk more and do more podcast stuff. So thank you for listening. Yeah. And as always, to be continued. Uh, 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 uh,